Welcome to another episode of Social PR Secrets. My name is Lisa Beyer, and I will be your host. Today's episode is pre-recorded. It was actually recorded about a year ago for Digital Distillery Mastermind Facebook group. And in this episode, I interview Larry Kim. Larry is the previous founder of WordStream, and he is the current founder of Mobile Monkey. In this episode, Larry and I talk about all of his famous PR hacks. He's famous for a lot of things, including his brilliance when it comes to digital advertising and building a business and entrepreneurship. But he is also famous for his techniques, tips, and tricks and social PR secrets when it comes to public relations hacks. Welcome, Larry Kim. Hi, and how are you today? So I'm back. I'm Lisa Beyer and here for our weekly PR training. And today I'm super excited to have our special guest, Larry Kim. Hey, Larry. Hey, Lisa. How are you? Very good. How's everybody doing out there? If you are on and you can hear us okay, let us know where you're tuning in from. So I am right now in, um, normally I'm in Celebration, Florida, but I just have relocated my office for the summer to Anna Maria Island. Uh, Larry, where are you tuning in from? Uh, uh, Back Bay in Boston. Oh, okay, nice. How's the weather there? I uh, can't complain. It's 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 pretty good. <laughs> okay, good. So let us know in the comments where you're tuning in from, and very um, definitely if you have any questions for Larry during this um, this uh, training that we're doing on PR hacks, um, please put your questions in the comments, and we'll bring them up and um, try to get to all of them if possible. So. Larry, you're right now you're CEO and founder of Mobile Monkey, but before that you founded a company that's not so small anymore and called WordStream, right? That's right. Yeah. So tell us just a little bit about your story and starting that company and some of the things that you did to get publicity. Sure. Um, so WordStream is actually the world's largest uh, PPC marketing software company managing a billion dollars of ad spend for tens of thousands of clients worldwide. Uh, and um, But it, 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 it's also an agency. So about a third of the revenue, about a third of the 55 million in revenues last year was, was um, just agency business uh and and i started the business as an agency like like just you know all by myself uh kind of solo solo solopreneur kind of thing uh and just kind of you know grew the agency um over time over the last nine years um at around you know almost doubling in size every year for for nine years and and <laughs> uh, sold the business last year for 150 million dollars to, 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 to USA Today um, so so yeah um, yeah Lisa asked me to uh, and Lisa and Kat asked me to talk a little bit about um, you know different angles for how to get PR and, and 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 coverage for your uh, for your digital agencies and honestly I think it's it's um, it's easier than you think it is okay uh, and I and I think I know why it's like all these digital marketing agencies are so busy doing client work right uh, that they they don't even have uh, any time to do any marketing for themselves that's my guess uh, and and uh, I, I bet you if, if you spend a, you know some time and effort in, in that area of, of dedicated like you know PR marketing SEO kind of stuff uh, I think you would find that it's actually a lot easier than you you think uh, and and um, uh, and there's plenty of interesting ideas that are like 
very interesting to not just marketers, but to, to, to uh, you know, to, to the general public uh, that you, stories that you could tell um, that, that would be very interesting. Uh, and, and I would love to love to talk to you about those, uh, those today. Yeah, and Larry, one of the first times I saw you speak, I think it was in South Florida at FEMA, or one of my most memorable ones, and it caught my attention because, you know, I'm, my background is public relations, and you were talking about these different PR hacks using Twitter and reaching out to journalists and getting, landing, you know, basically like these huge um, interviews with like USA Today or something. So can you just share those, um, I, I love that, that, those um, tactics that you shared. Sure. Um, so you, you just need a, uh, you need to, the key is to come up with some original opinions and, 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 you know, ideas backed by data. Okay. And, and you have a lot of data. You have the data in your, in the Twitter accounts that you manage or in the Facebook ad accounts that you manage or the Google ad accounts that you manage, or, you know, there's tons of data that you have that, that's proprietary, but that could be interesting uh, and could be inserted into various national storylines. Let me give you a couple examples of, of successful things that I've done in the past. One of my most spectacular articles that I did generated tens of thousands of press pickups. So like, like, yeah, like 10,000 of them. So like every, that's almost every newspaper in the world. Okay. Uh, and, and, and all I did was, um, I did some research comparing the click through rates, the cost per click and the conversion rates of Facebook ads versus Google ads. Okay. So that's kind of using the data that I had and, and just kind of coming up with some metrics, but then, then launching and promoting that data, uh, you know, two days before the Facebook IPO back in, in, in 2012. And so there you have a situation where every journalist in the world was was writing about the Facebook IPO, not just uh, not just, um, you know, marketing journalists, but also business journalists and technology journalists like Wired Magazine or New York Times or, you know, like Wall Street Journal, like all these writers were, were writing, you know, two, three stories an hour about, uh, like per publication, like about the Facebook IPO. And, and, um, uh, there wasn't any data on how effective the, their ads were. Like, like I was saying before, at least any agency could have done it, you know, yeah, yeah. like anyone could have done it. It's just that nobody did it because I guess they're probably unimaginative or, uh, you know, busy, busy, work busy. on their, their client work. This is what I actually think it's like, cause I think they're, they're very creative. It's mostly, they just, they just have to work on their client work. I, I know how that is by the way. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> uh, so, so basically, uh, the, the idea here is just, you know, I just put out a little study like a little, like, you know, little infographic that's like, you know, the size of a, you know, maybe 800 pixels by 800 pixels that, that summarizes the data. And this thing just spread like a wildfire and it got 10,000 press pickups in, in like, you know, 24 hours. And, and, you know, the, you know, the phone was ringing off the hook. There was like NPR and, and Fox business and, and BBC and, and all these, these places were calling to, to do an interview and, and, um, and that was just crazy, um, but it was about you know a couple hours of work, <laughs> yeah. uh, generating you know gazillions. So what you're what you're basically on the lookout for is like ways that you can, as a marketing agency, insert yourself into a national or global conversation about a interesting topic. Now, 
I can give you a couple examples that are kind of there's there, there's news trending stuff. There's also just weird random facts. So like one of my first most successful content marketing stunts was just some original research around what are the most expensive keywords on Google AdWords. Again, I, anyone who has has access to the Google keyword tool could have could have done this research. All I did was I just guessed and I put in a lot of expensive sounding keywords uh, in, into the keyword tool and then looked at what the prices were and, and I made it into an infographic like a little like a little small little chart showing like oh my god the, these these clicks um, are a hundred dollars a clicks or two hundred dollars a clicks and and this I got featured on, on Fareed Zakaria GPS on, <laughs> on, on, on CNN. You know that guy? He's kind of yeah, like yeah. the nerdy guy. Yeah, <laughs> so, that's awesome. He, he interviewed me like like it's crazy. Um, you know, you, you know. So like that was actually my first uh, big win in terms of PR, where I where I first fully realized the the power of of just like a really killer idea. Like like I don't know why, but there's something catchy about that idea. Like, I want to know what are the most expensive keywords on AdWords. And that question, uh, it's, it has appeal beyond just marketers. So that's the key. Like, you know, all sorts of technology journalists were, were interested in this, this question and, and the answer. And you have to have an original research component. Uh, like it has to be your data or, or, you know, it has to have your, 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 kind of your name on it because if you're, if you're just saying an idea like oh i think that facebook is bad because of these reasons like they'll just steal your idea you know what i mean but if it's data well then they have to say where did that data come from mm -hmm. uh, and then so they'll include you and, and a link to your site in that content uh, so the, the most expensive keywords you know that's just like a silly uh, a silly factoid. Uh, factoid thing that just blew up and you know got thousands of press pickups um Normally, when you have a winning idea, you can kind of milk that idea forever. So, like, what we when we found out that the the most expensive keywords idea was was so great, we just made it into an annual thing. So, like, every year we re-released the data, saying these are the most expensive keywords in 2018 or 2019, and and they they just they always take the bait. It's just you know it's just so interesting. They want to know you know so so we just you know don't fight it. I know you want to be original because you're a marketer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But yeah. if, but don't fight it if it works. You, you yeah. See? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. Um, and so uh, one of the other, I don't know if you're still doing this, but you were also targeting journalists and media um, using Twitter targeting. And are you still doing that? Is that still working or? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like you're, you're, I mean, if you have a killer idea, it'll spread like a wildfire. Okay, like if, if if the idea is like really killer, like if you if you have data like saying that Facebook ads suck, you know, like two days before their IPO, then that's gonna spread like by itself. But like for all other ideas that are kind of mediocre, like you kind of need to push these ideas. And uh, you know, the challenge here is like how do you push these these things at scale? You know, and and so. You know, you have to resort to kind of guerrilla marketing tactics. A um, couple ideas are, um, you know, custom audiences on on Facebook and Twitter. You can you can upload lists of emails of of, of 
journalists. of journalists that, yeah. that co cover your space. I mean, it's it's the same guys who who cover Facebook uh, and 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 um, and Google and Twitter ads, like you know, for the different publications. So just just upload the, that those lists and, and just target you know fifty dollars against an ad to make sure that it shows up on their radar. You know what I mean? Um, it's a little bit like popcorn. You don't really know what what's going to pop, but then something yeah. pops, yeah. and 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 you know, like maybe you'll get one or two, maybe you'll get a hundred. Like it's, it's it's um, there's some, it's not totally random because you're 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 making an effort here. But like I, I can tell you, if you don't promote it, it's it's just less likely to to to, to, to obviously pop. Now, um, yeah, so so I, I still do those kind of. Th kind of shenanigans but like whatever it's like the people are you got to make it easy for them like like uh uh they need to like just just like I, I i have a blaster like it just sends you know like almost a thousand emails to like certain people like whenever there's like news that we publish uh and and uh it's just like a list of journalists that i've curated uh, how did i curate it um i had an intern I go through Google News and just search for like the, the the topics that I care about and see who's writing about it. Okay, and and then and basically, um, what what he did was uh, he 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 then used tools like Hunter.io or whatever to kind of guess their email addresses, uh, which you know it's usually like like Larry.kim at you know mobilemonkey.com or something like it's it's usually easy to guess. Um, so, so that's kind of kind of the. The promotion hack and, okay. and this works especially good on certain platforms like uh like linkedin like so linkedin is kind of an ancient platform from like you know 20 years ago and and um <laughs> they're, they're, if you haven't heard of it like just coming um, to life. <laughs> uh, the algorithm is, is very stupid it's like it, it just counts likes and comments so like what you can do is just post your news on linkedin and then message your friends you know hey can you like drop a comment or hit the like button for me and and what, what you'll find is that'll like dramatically increase the reach uh, like that used to work on Facebook like 10 years ago, but it, it doesn't work as well today. Um, yeah. So, so just stupid little tactics for like, not just creating the, the, the idea and the content, but then, you know, getting it out there on the launching pad and making sure that, you know, it gets seen. Um, any well, thoughts? Yeah. Um, well, if you're just joining us, so we're here live with Larry Kim and we're talking about his famous um, and secret PR hacks that he's used in the past to grow WordStream and sell it to USA Today. And now he's on his next venture, Mobile Monkey, and doing the same thing, but um, fine tuning and what's working. So Larry, you've built a huge distribution network with all of your channels, with your medium platform. Um, like if you had to start right now, because like, you know, right now we're kind of, you know, everything's grown up, like you were saying, LinkedIn is, you know, whatever, however many years old, Facebook is more than 10 years old. Where do you start now? Like what's, what can you leverage now to get the best PR hacks? What advice would you give agency owners? Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you're just getting started now, it's, it's really difficult because, um, you know, like I have almost a million Twitter followers, but like I got, you know, 80% of them in like 2008, 9, 10, you know, you know like a long time ago. Um, uh, 
and that was even a hack. It was just I got featured as like someone to follow, uh, you know, because there wasn't a lot of people then, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so you know, it's a little harder. Uh, you got to go where the engagement is. Um, areas where I think you know you still have a good shot today. Um, believe it or not, LinkedIn is is remarkable. Like. Uh, like don't post links to your website because they demote um, they demote pages with links because like their engagement is so bad they want to keep everyone in LinkedIn and not off of LinkedIn. So like as soon as you add the link, the engagement goes down, you know, by 10x. Yeah. So but so just so just do that hack where you just kind of summarize the the content that you want to share as a post, like in like a long form update, status update, and and just or or a video and just just you know, post that to LinkedIn and then have all your friends and, um, and family <laughs> to, to, to hit the like button and, and, and drop a comment. And then you need to reply to them. You see what I'm saying? So like, it, it looks like the algorithm will be thinking like, oh my God, this is the greatest post ever. <laughs> yeah, gonna, yeah. <laughs> we need to show it to everyone. Um, you know, that, 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 that kind of thing. So you need to, um, LinkedIn is, is kind of a simple, simple algorithm to, to, uh, to handle. Um, the other area that, that I think is really interesting today is uh, Facebook groups. Um, like, oh my God, like every fourth post on on Facebook is is from a group. Okay, like so, that's a enormous amount of engagement. Uh, you know, if you're if you're on this pod this uh, live stream today, it means that you've joined Cat Howell's uh, amazing Facebook ad hacks group, uh, and and you know that's of course a success. You know because Cat Howell has a lot of great ideas to share, but also because um, Facebook groups have algorithmically, you know, come into favor. Uh, and, and, and uh, you know, I think, uh, you know, they, they really want to surface that content. Uh, I have a group of my own called the Mobile Monkey Facebook group. Uh, it has about 20, 21,000 members. And, and the engagement rate for that is almost like 50%. So like, you know, half of the members, you know, in, in, in any given month are like, viewing and, and, and clicking on those posts. And that's like, you know, a hundred times better than what I see in just the ordinary, um, you know, Facebook pages, which which are, are unfortunately not, they've kind of fallen out of favor because of all the all the challenges with like policing and, you know, policing the fake news and all this stuff. It's just a little nervous about that. So, you know. What, what advice do you give? And um, so this group is actually the Facebook um, Ads Academy, which is the mastermind. Um, which is like a secret group. But what advice do you give if you're just um, starting out as an agency and groups are even getting a little bit competitive, but they yeah. are better than pages in a lot of ways. So if you're just starting out with a group um, as part of your your agency marketing, what are some tips you can give to get the most publicity from it and also branding? Um, so the first thing you need is you need a, you need to have a, a decent amount of of group members okay so like go with like a do what cat howell did like go with like a generic topic like startups or business growth or 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 you know facebook ads like don't don't call it like larry's agency group or something like this you know, you know what i mean like just just cast a wide net mm-hmm. uh uh and and then uh, uh another thing you need to do is you got to invest in in um in sort of group moderation like if if, if it's uh if it's just becomes a, a spam dumping ground you know like then then people will just get fed up and leave you know like the topics that really need to be curated but that's that's easy to do like you just hire a virtual assistant for like you know eight five hundred dollars a month maybe you know uh like in 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 um from upwork or something like that you know um 
and then and then um, you you can actually invite people. So so take your mailing list and then manually and have that person like invite all the people to to your group. So so, so once you have that, um, you know the the key to to reaching them at that point is just live streams. Like you should do like a like a weekly, you know, office hours kind of kind of um, you know ask me anything kind of thing on, on whatever topic you choose. And um, I think, uh, I think that that's, that's pretty smart. I think that's what Cat Howell's doing right now yeah. with us on, yeah. on the line here. So like, you just do that. <laughs> well, just to switch gears to personal branding and um, part of the, um, what we're working, I'm working with the group with their personal branding and their branding for their agencies is getting um, guest posts and um, looking at, getting, um, for example, like you're a contributor with a bunch of publications, like how do you go about number one, like becoming a contributor? And if you're a contributor like you and somebody is pitching you, like how do you decide like who you're gonna do a story and like what tips can you give to get guest posts to be a contributor or also get covered by the, the media? Uh, you know, uh, so, so I have a, you know, I'm a columnist at a few places like Digital Marketer, Inc. Magazine, CNBC, and Medium. Like, um, and um, it's hard to become a contributor now because they're all like very suspicious. Like, they think that like, oh, this this is just going to be some guy who's going to like you know promote his business or or dump links into the into the content, which is kind of what you want to do. But like, uh, <laughs> but but they're they're just kind of onto you these days. Um, so. Um, you know, I think the key, like for cracking something like Ink Magazine, is is you have to show evidence of success elsewhere first. So like, you can't just go say to Ink Magazine today because because they get like a thousand pitches a week. You know, you know, you can't just tell them, hey, I'm an expert in 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 marketing. Can I uh, can I write for you? Because like. They, they think that marketers are the worst. Like they think like, like, oh my God, another content marketer <laughs> like wants to write for us. <laughs> um, so you, you, I think what you need to do is, is um, sh show some, some uh, success on, on some other platform like LinkedIn Pulse or your own blog and, and on Medium and just show sort of a, a cadence that you're able to like actually publish something like, you know, once or twice a week for you know an extended period of time, and then you want to highlight like you know three or four articles that you're especially proud of that that did did super well, like that have like you know thousands of views or something like this, and 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 just uh, you want to just showcase that and then and then pitch pitch that to the editor and maybe even get an intro from from uh, another contributor who can vouch for you, and then once you get the keys to their WordPress, like like. You, don't just start spamming the crap out of the, that that place, but you know, start building a relationship with that that place, and 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 uh, you know, like fine if you want to write some semi-promotional content like later, may, maybe that's fine, but just don't do it right away because I think that's kind of too too obvious, you know. Yeah, definitely. So if you're just joining us live or if you're watching the recording, feel free to put a, any questions in the comments. And um, if you're watching the recording, I'll be, come back and circle back and answer them. Um, but Larry, what about Medium? So Medium is a place where you could just pretty much go and publish. Um, is there, do you have any tips on um, using Medium for publicity and uh, get, is, is it just a, a place? I mean, personally, I think it's a great place because it's a, it's another audience to get in front of, just like LinkedIn, publishing on LinkedIn on your personal profile articles is another audience. 
but what are some hacks that we can, you know, Sure, sure. So, so medium, a um, couple ideas here. Uh, number one, they don't require original content. Okay. So like, no matter what you, you should be syndicating content on medium. Do you, you see what I'm saying? So syndication yeah. means like, oh, I just did a blog post on my blog. Um, you know, maybe like a week later or two weeks later, it, you, you can just recycle that identical content, maybe change the title or something. Just have a virtual assistant repost the content to, to Medium and, and to LinkedIn Pulse. Like, like those are just blogging syndication networks that don't actually require the content be uh, unique. You, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, uh, and then another crazy idea is actually um, to reap to, to repost content. Okay, so this is kind of kooky. Like, you know how on Twitter, like people will schedule the content to run like two or three times? Yeah. Like, so like people used to do that on Facebook too, but then Facebook had that duplicate content filter where it was, it's like, okay, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna treat this as a new post because is this the same post that you, you did like, you know, five minutes ago, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, um, so the the medium algorithm is actually not that sophisticated. It, it it doesn't check to see like oh have I seen this post before, you know. Uh, so so like if, if you look at my medium post like I'm I'm posting stuff every day, okay. But it's not like I'm coming up with new original stuff every day. A lot of it could just been like good performing stuff from like you know a year ago that's still relevant, uh, and and and. Um, and and just just like how you you repost content to to uh, to Twitter or something like that, like do do that on Medium. Like just uh, you know, if 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 it did well, uh, then then repost it. If it didn't do well, then change the title and the image and repost it. You know, and like giving it a second chance at life. You know, so mm -hmm. just um, uh, that's kind of a kind of a kooky tip that just kind of takes advantage of how that algorithm works like there's no duplicate there's no penalty for for duplicate content basically uh and, and 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 you know a third tip would be um drive traffic to medium so the the algorithm for for medium is is like stupid simple it's just basically how many hearts do you have you know like it's like, it's like a like uh, it's, it's about as complicated as boiling water um and <laughs> it's it's not like rank brain or, or you know seo like crazy like 101 signals or something like that no 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 no, no. it's yeah. one it's one yeah signal. i heard you have to have like i think it's like X amount of claps because now the hearts are claps in a in a 24 hour period after you publish. If you get X amount of claps, then you get into this like next level of exposure on Medium. Yeah. So so what it means is that it's kind of annoying actually. It means that if you're getting started on Medium, you actually have to drive traffic to your posts. Okay. So like you know if you have an email list like and then this this is annoying because because you want to drive traffic to your own site. Okay. But like, uh, if you like one guy, Ben Hardy, he's like one of the top authors on on Medium. Like he, he has a newsletter that drives traffic to his Medium posts, and then the Medium algorithm thinks like, oh my god, this this article is doing so well. We need to we need to show this to more people, and so that kind of around and around you go. You know, it gets shown to more people, it gets more engagement. So so you kind of have to bootstrap the, the 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 nuclear reaction by giving it a kick uh and and, and that could be like you know running running some some uh some stupid facebook ads to to the to the post and like you it doesn't even have to be like good quality traffic like it, it doesn't have to be like you know buying for you know 
you know clicks that are three dollars from the USA or or Canada like you know you can you can target like like remnant inventory uh you know from Bangladesh or something where it's like you know two three cents per click like it doesn't matter what I'm just trying to do is get get those traffic numbers up and 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 the clicks up so that it sends signal yeah to the to the medium algorithm to start like servicing it to to, to, to other people in, in their in their timelines you, you see what I'm saying yeah definitely so uh, we have um this isn't a question but i just put it up here so dustin said he's talked to you on linkedin but never knew what you look like and he says hey <laughs> well hey uh, uh and brandon says hi too and so does mike um so i i just want to have a couple more really i think good topic questions that i want to ask you before we run out of time and if anybody has any questions for larry if you're watching the, the live go ahead and put them on so just talking about like um what to look for in the end? Like what, what outcome should we be looking for when we are getting this, the publicity? Uh, oh, you're, you're definitely looking for links. Like, yeah. like, like the, I mean, you'll get a little boost of publicity, but like the, the, the equity from this, this PR stuff is, is like trusted links from, from valuable, uh, you know, tr valuable domains, you know, and, and, and like, uh, I tell you the truth, like that PR stunt where I got the 10,000 links from, from, you know, from all those websites that made the company what it is today. Basically it, it catapulted my domain authority to a level where I could publish anything like, you know, just do a Google search guys for like keyword tool or, or even the word AdWords. Okay. And, and, and WordStream will, will actually show up on those 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 keywords and like if you were to try to advertise on the word adwords mm -hmm. there's like 300,000 searches a day on that like so you would you would lose your budget in like you know 10 minutes okay so so so, so like uh the goal of this stuff is to to get to get keyword like like links so that you can monetize it later by by publishing like you know keyword rich content around the sort of the commercial keywords that are uh, very very strategic to your business and and um you know, you might think that that's hard to do, but like, it's totally possible. Like last year, you know, everyone, the news was talking about like fake news. Remember, like everyone's like, everyone was so mad at Facebook for, for all this like election interference and Russian stuff. So like, I just published a, a, like a, a, a like a how, Sorry. A, a how to guide of how to create fake, fake news with, with like, you know, step-by-step -step examples and then showing like how much it costs to, to run fake, fake ads to, 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 to fake news articles on a fake Facebook page. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 and it got picked up in like, you know, 20, 30 places. So like it, it's, it's totally doable. Um, even, even in the boring industry of, of digital marketing, you just have to kind of think about like, how could your work be kind of, uh, be made kind of cool or interesting to, to like people outside of that industry um and and uh and then once you get the links it's like a smash and grab you can it's your license to publish uh you know whatever you want and rank on it so yeah yeah um okay so now just because it's kind of more relevant to now your your agency your company that you're you've now started mobile monkey. So how, you know, I'm just coming from the PR brain now and I'm always trying to figure out how to use chat bots and Facebook messenger for PR purposes. Like what are some kind of hacks that we could use, you know, use it for? 
Um, so like messaging, it's it's a lot like email marketing where, where you have a list of people and, and uh, I can send out blasts to, to my email list, but I can also send out chat blasts to my to my messenger list using MobileMonkey. Uh, and basically, um, you know, it's just a way to to cultivate a even a a uh, group of super fans, you know, because like if, if they don't really love you and your brand, they're going to unsubscribe like they're you know, because this is like a kind of a personal space, you know, mm-hmm. um, like messaging. And, and um, so what you end up doing is over time, you end up curating a, a smaller yet more active users list. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, that you can then use to mobilize at, at a moment's notice. So like a mm-hmm. lot of these PR hacks have to do with like getting a lot of traffic to your medium post, like right away, like, you know, to algorithmically make the, the, the signal like pop, right, you, know, right. you know? So, so like, it's kind of like a way of organizing like a super fan list uh, to mobilize them to, you know, do things that, that have a lot of leverage, like, like liking a post or, you know, that, that like that, that kind of stuff. And yeah. Or like, um, you know, if you go to a newsroom, um, you know, there's usually the media contact or subscribe for company news that journalists and media can subscribe to when announcements are put out or even just like, you know, articles or blog posts. So to me, it's like, that's just another channel that they have that they can um, subscribe to if you have, you know, a way to subscribe through Messenger, even if you're, you're communi- the journalist can communicate through Messenger with your PR department, right? And get you, got ready. you got it. Um, awesome. So uh, are we uh, are we out of time here? Or? We are. We are. Yeah, we're almost out of time. But um, okay. Well, Larry, thank you so much for um, for being the guest here. And if anybody has any questions and I don't know the answers, I will circle back to you. Yeah, thanks guys and um thank thank you Kat Howell for for having us. Uh, it's it's great to be here for part of part of your group and um uh you know, let's 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 connect on on Mobile Monkey Island. That's my my new Facebook group and uh, just go there uh, and, and and connect there and I'll I am I'm, I'm there every day. All right. Okay, great. We'll see you at Mobile Monkey Island at, at your Facebook group. Bye right. Larry. <laughs> thanks guys. Thank you for listening to this episode of Social PR Secrets. If you like what you heard, check out the book on Amazon or follow our blog at socialprsecrets.com. This episode was sponsored by The Buyer Group, a social PR agency striving to keep our balance in the digital world, practicing public relations, social media, and search marketing, while occasionally drinking a glass of wine or two for the best creativity and results. Thank you all for tuning in. If you would like to get a free chapter of Social PR Secrets, go to socialprsecrets.com slash free.